Welcome back, everyone. This is the Scoop and Score podcast. I'm your host, Jacob Herbert, and we have finished another week of the NFL season, week five. Uh, to join me today, I have Brody Anderson on the phone. What's going on, Brody? Uh, not much. Uh, just kind of relaxed a little bit. Oh, yeah. Um, how's your football season been doing? I know you're a Rams fan, so uh, life's been pretty good, but uh, how's, like, fantasy teams doing? How's your sports betting do- going? Um, fantasy is going okay. You know, here a little, it's, it's hit or miss here or there. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, either, I'm either exploding or just completely dead, so, you know, it's the way the cookie crumbles. Yeah. Um, Sports betting is just completely, I think, about as average as it can be. I don't honest, honestly, if I'm up or down this season, it's plus or minus like twenty dollars. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have I've made some really nice hits and I've made some uh, some bad misses, but you know, again, that's kind of just the way it goes in that game. Um, real life football is going fantastic for me. Uh, good time to be a Rams fan. Great time to be a Hawks fan. I bet. I wish I was in your position. I'm a Patriots fan and a Cyclones fan, so. Yeah, that's a tough break. <laughs> it is. Uh, but I was on a burner this weekend. Uh, every bet that I was uh, that I uh, placed, I was hitting. I was feeling pretty good this weekend. I was, uh, I was at the game in Iowa City on Saturday, so um, all I did, I couldn't really, I didn't pay much attention to the board. I, I put in a couple small parlays that were one off from it and then I, I, I hammered the Hawkeyes that worked out pretty well but I didn't I was I was focused elsewhere on Saturday yeah I understand were you on the field when they rushed it uh, I did not go on the field I've been down there several times before and I was I was trying to beat some traffic I, I was kind of the old man at that time so <laughs> Um, I've done it before, so it was awesome. It was a well-deserved rush and a well-deserved win, So, but I did not go on the field. All right. Well, uh, let's talk a little bit about uh, college football here. Uh, Iowa beat Penn State, top five matchup. Uh, Alabama falls to Texas A&M. Georgia's the new number one. What kind of your... Uh, What's kind of your thoughts on the outlook of uh, college football right now? Like playoffs, um, how do you think it'll turn out? Um, yeah. Um, I I think that I, I've been saying it for a while. Um, I, I, do, I think Georgia's clearly the number one team. I think even before Alabama lost, I think I, you know, if they were undefeated and in the SEC championship, I would have, I would have gone uh, with Georgia there. Um, they've just been so, so dominant. They, they score points. Their, their offensive line have, I, I don't know what they, they're enormous. They, I watched a couple of games of Georgia. They look like they're all about 6'8", 340. <laughs> they just murder people. Um, their defense is, you know, arguably the only defense in the country that's better than Iowa's. They, you, you can't score on them. They're just, Georgia's elite all the way around. Um, Alabama, of course, lost to Texas A&M. They, I think, were probably exposed a little bit. But at the same time, anytime Alabama's one of those teams that if they get exposed, Saban will have it fixed. And especially by the end of the year. And if, you know, there's probably two teams in college football this year 
definitely afford a loss and still be in no hesitation for the playoffs, and that was one of them. Mm-hmm. So, um, they're still they're still in fine shape. Um, as for the rest of the landscape, you know, Iowa's in great position right now, ranked number two. Um, but you know, again, to say what I just said is that there's two teams that that can't afford a loss. I Iowa still can't. Yeah. You know, when they lose, you know, I they're done as far as the playoff is concerned. You know, they have a little cushion in the Big Ten West already, which is nice. And I think the rest of the Big Ten West just all around sucks. <laughs> so I do think that you might as well be, you know, as far as I'm, Iowa fans can book their book their tickets to Indianapolis for the Big Ten Championship game. But unless we're thirteen and zero, uh, I wouldn't I wouldn't hold your breath for the playoffs. Okay. Yeah, it, it it really doesn't seem like they can afford a loss. Uh, what's your um other like two teams that you think are gonna come in? Because I mean, if Iowa makes it, does that mean Ohio State doesn't? Well, right. Because for Iowa to make, they would probably have to go through Ohio State or some or someone else out of the East, which would mean that Ohio State loses again, and so a second loss for them would. Uh, ultimately eliminate them, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Michigan I, is undefeated. I'm, I'm very unsure of what they are. They're, they seem to be kind of retooled and revamped this year in a whole new way. So Michigan's interesting. Um, Michigan State is still there, undefeated, mm-hmm. ranked like number 9 or 10. Um, but I mean, I, I just don't know what they are. I think they've They've been impressive in their wins, but without looking at their schedule, um, you know, they haven't had any marquee games, so I think it's probably fair to say that they haven't really faced anybody yet. So, you know, they they obviously, Penn State, Michigan, Ohio State, and Michigan State, those four are still all to play each other. So, you know, there's a lot that's going to take itself out there. I think Michigan... In all reality, Michigan State probably loses all three of them. So I don't. I'm not interested in what they are. Um, as far as what the rest of the playoff looks like, you know, I think I think this has got to be the year. Cincinnati's 13 and 0. I don't know how to pull them out, especially with all these other teams losing around them. Um, I'm I'm in favor of Cincinnati getting their shot, um, and if they go 13 and 0, they they deserve it, and I would put them in. Um, and then, you know, you still got Oklahoma sitting there, which these Big Ten teams will kind of, they're going to be forced to beat each other, which does leave Oklahoma sitting there, still undefeated, somehow. Yeah. They've just, gotten... They look like they're going to lose a lot, but they just haven't done it yet. So, you know, obviously if Oklahoma's there at 13-0 or 12-1, uh, as a Big 12 champion, you know, they're definitely going to be right, right there in the mix. Yeah, yeah. I was uh, I was rooting for Texas this weekend um, when they played West Virginia. I I think they were close with Kansas State too, right? Yeah, all all three. Um, you know, I think Kansas State. I'm not 100 percent sure on this, so don't fact check me. But I I do think maybe Oklahoma might have pulled away a little late in that one. West Virginia. They certainly deserve to lose to West Virginia, and they probably deserve to lose to Texas um, 
but you know now they have some of the tougher competition out of their way. I know they, in the, as far as the rest of the Big Twelve, what they have left, it's really, um, you know, Okie State and Iowa State that'll probably be their only two chances for a lot. Yeah. Uh, isn't Baylor looking okay though? They are, but I think you know they beat Iowa State and then they turned around and I I think they lost them. Game they probably shouldn't have. I don't, or I don't know exactly how that went, but you know, um, at the same time, they did beat Iowa State. But what what does that mean? You know, <laughs> Iowa State hasn't looked that great. Right. It doesn't mean anything so far. At the end of the season, it might mean a lot. Cause Iowa State has a lot of time to turn things around. But at this point in the season, you know, Iowa State's an unranked team. Yeah. So that's true. It's a it's a hurtful truth, but it's true. <laughs> yeah. Um, you don't have to comment on this. Just for uh, basketball fans out there, season in the NBA is getting started October nineteenth. Preseason is underway now. I know it's football season, but it is coming up. Uh, a little bit about NFL. John Gruden resigns as the uh, Las Vegas Raiders head coach after emails come out using homophobic and sex- sexist language. Um, Brody, I, I, I don't want to put you in a spot here um, about, like, what's your thoughts on it, but what's, like, the impact for the Raiders? Um, are they just going to have, like, an interim coach for the rest of the season, or do you go out and find a coach that you want to, like, build long-term with, get them this season to, like, grow with the team? Well, they already named an interim, and I guess I can't think of a scenario where they've, they're got, they've gone and hired a coach mid-season, so I don't think that's going to happen. And, you know, obviously what this does do is that it gives the Raiders, you know, they're the first open job, mm-hmm. and it's a probably a somewhat desirable job. Um, a couple things, I mean, I mean, I can't just say that, you know, obviously what Gruden said, you, you don't get to keep your job after that. You For know? sure. Um, you just you just don't. I mean, he, he kind of came out, and, you know, like you said, it was 10 years ago. I think there's a couple interesting points about it, though, that um, uh, football-wise and non-football-wise, um, the non-football-wise reason is that it's, I do think it's kind of interesting that the thing that stayed out of all this is that uh, ESPN he was working for at the time just kind of seems to be skirting by with like no one's really bringing it up that you know he was their employee at the time um so i think that's kind of interesting in in that sense um and then just the other other also kind of non-football wise is that what they say there was six hundred fifty thousand emails that they went through on this uh deep dive into the Dan Snyder and the Washington football team. So, I mean, if we're just getting Gruden right now, like, good God, what else is in those emails? Who else is going to go down next? Who sends 65,000 emails? 650,000. 60, okay, okay, I mean, no, no, this is This is all just emails pulled from the, um, like, from the Redskins archives and all that stuff that sent between employees and, um, different league officials, I guess. So, but so, so I mean, some people are gonna follow John Gruden. Yeah, this isn't done. Um, but just directly football-wise, related to the Raiders, 
I do think it's a desirable job in some regards, but the other thing that I do think probably comes out of this is um, I think Derek Carr's probably done in Vegas with this. Really? I don't think he's that good. I think he was playing above his abilities to start the season. And I think that he's kind of regressed back to the Derek Carr that he actually is here the last couple weeks. And, you know, if you're a a new coach coming into the Raiders, I think they're going to want to start over rather than start with like a seven or eight year vet that he is that's ultimately not that good. Is Mariota going to get a shot then? No, they'll go draft. They'll sell out and go to the draft. That's fair. That's fair. Huh. But, yeah, I mean, um, you kind of touched on it. Um, you're going to should, and everyone else that participated in that should lose their job. Um, it, it was just wild. Last night I was uh, playing some Call of Duty, saw that. I was like, oh, Jesus Christ. Like, yeah, his career is over. Yeah. Um, uh, anything else you want to say, or else we can get to uh, the Thursday night game uh, this past week where your team played? Nope, let's dive in. All right, sweet. Uh, Rams beat the Seattle Seahawks 26-17. Um, Rams improved to 4-1. and one. Seattle drops to 2-3. and three. Russell Wilson gets hurt uh, during the game. Stafford looks like an early MVP candidate. What was kind of your takeaways from this game? Um, I think my first takeaway is that the defense certainly is not as good as last year. Um, there's just a couple missing pieces that were really impactful last year that had to walk in free agency because I don't, I still don't understand how the Rams are under the cap right now. <laughs> um, but, um, so I think the defense is still very good, but I think, you know, Geno Smith moved the ball on him. So that's kind of concerning in its own right. Um, obviously Russell being out probably eliminates the Seahawks. Um, you know, even if it's just the four to eight weeks, mm-hmm. you know, reality when you're when you're prepping for Geno Smith you know Geno Smith as a starter yeah he has a lot of good weapons on that offense but uh there's probably a good chance that they go 0-4 so I think that that this injury probably all but eliminates the Seahawks unless they do somehow pull something out but they can't run the ball and they were super reliant on Russell Wilson and you know Geno Smith is not Russ. So there's that. And then, I mean, Rams offensively, I think, looked looked very good. You know, I know Seattle is not probably the testing stick for judging a, how good an offense is because they give up a ton of yards. But, you know, the Rams went out there and did what they're supposed to do and got a ton of yards. They Stafford threw for, like, 360. I think, you know, Daryl Henderson had a nice game on the ground. Sony Michelle had some, some good carries as the backup. And, I think ultimately they ran the ball pretty well and the offense, you know, Robert Woods got super involved, which was nice to see that at about uh, time. Yeah. He, you know, he went for like, well, like 12 catches, 150 yards. So I think, uh, you know, that was, that was really nice to see that it's not just going to be all Cooper cup that, that Woods is still there. You know, Deshaun Jackson's obviously basically good for a deep ball per game. It seems like, but um, you know, I'm, I'm I'm pretty excited about what the Rams are. I, I you know I can't I, I didn't get a chance to watch much of that game against Arizona, so I don't really know what happened. It sounds like they just came out really flat, and Arizona just kind of jumped right on them. And 
Um, by the time that the Rams got a little bit going, it was going to be too late. So, you know, obviously to this point in the season, I'm pretty wrong about Arizona. <laughs> but um, I think as far as you know, the rest of what I called about the West, I think San Francisco's underperforming. Seattle's, you know, it's hard. To, you know, it's not. I obviously didn't predict that Russell Wilson was going to break a finger or whatever. But yeah. um, you know, they're kind of probably going to be out of the mix. So I think it's ultimately the NFC West looks like it's going to be down to a two-horse race with Arizona and uh, the Rams. But you know, Arizona's already got one on them, so. And to back you up a little bit, I don't think anyone predicted uh, Arizona to be the last undefeated team out there. Like, they could have projected the playoffs and stuff for them, but I don't think anyone expected such a big jump. No, Uh, and I think the the jump is obviously defensively. Um, I think, you know, last year could have told you that, um, you know, Tyler can score and that they they have weapons, and they only got more weapons this year, and you know, Christian Kirk's kind of settled into a nice place in the slot. Um, Rondell Moore's been pretty involved already. So, you know, and then their running backs, Edmonds catches the ball nice out of the backfield. And, you know, I think Connor's done pretty well with the carries that he's gotten. So I think everyone told, could have, would have told you that Arizona could score, but I think where they've been impressive is defensively. Yeah, um, I would agree with that. Um, what else do you want to add to the Rams before I uh, let you go? I know it's uh, late, so. Well, what, what are we now? Four and one, so uh, sixteen and one doesn't sound that bad. Um, <laughs> I think, but um, no, I don't. I don't have much else to add. I think that the, you know, I think they've got some things to iron out. Which they, I think, you know, we are in a, with a first-year defensive coordinator with a lot of play, players, a lot of turnover on the defense. So I do think it'll settle out, and you know they still have the best uh, best player in the NFL, and Aaron Donald, and you know probably the best defensive back in Jalen Ramsey. So I think they'll get things settled out, and the guys that are kind of being forced to play that maybe aren't ready yet, they'll get some more snaps, and they'll be good to go. So um, I do think the Rams will probably still win the division, just because Arizona kind of. Uh, you know, Kyler gets a little banked up throughout the year. He takes some hits. So, you know, maybe if he can not do that as much this year, um, then they'll be more in play at the end of the season. But I do think that the Rams still win the division. All right. I respect the confidence. Uh, who's your um, early season MVP so far? Um, that's tough. That is tough. Um, I mean... Offensively, probably Kyler, maybe Josh Allen. Yeah. Um, so I, it's 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 tough to tell. I mean, at this point in the season, it's it's probably got to be Kyler Murray. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I think Josh Allen's gonna. Um, in my opinion, Josh Allen's probably gonna be the one who wins it by the end of the season. He's so good. He's so good. Yeah, he is ridiculous. <laughs> All right, last question uh, for you before I let you go. Who's your uh, favorite AFC team to uh, make it to the Super Bowl this year? Bills, Chiefs, Ravens, Chargers? Um, the Chargers are feisty, but they I just I don't trust them. Uh, it's, yeah, it's the Bills. I think they're clearly, um, I mean, they really kind of flexed on Kansas City the other night. Um, that wasn't even a game, really. Um, 
I think Kansas City's kind of getting exposed a little bit. I don't know if that's the right word, but you know, they're um, they're they got some things to figure out there in Kansas City, and I think Buffalo's really clicking right now. Buffalo's Buffalo's better, a lot better on defense than Kansas City is. Kansas City might have the worst defense in the league, and you know, I think they've just been relying on outscoring people for too long, and now they're kind of getting it's coming um, back to bite them. Yeah, I kind of get coming back to bite them a little bit with how how much they've invested in the offense and how little they've invested on the defense. So, um, AFC wise, definitely Buffalo. Yeah, I respect that, and I already know you're going to pick Rams for the NFC, so I'm not even going to ask. Uh, the Rams, pretty exciting Super Bowl though. That would be pretty neat. Um, thank you, Brody, for uh, coming on. Always love uh, talking football with you. You got a just amazing mind. So, well, thank you. I'll uh, talk to you soon. Have a good night, and uh, uh, we'll have to have you back on the show soon. Yep, anytime, buddy. Have a good one. You too. See ya. All right, that was Brody. Um, I'm going to uh, go a little bit solo here uh, since I'm all alone. There's no one here beside me. Uh, But, yeah, I'm going to cover a couple games, and then we're going to have a uh, guest at the end of the show. So let's hit it. Uh, London game, first one of the season, kicked off. uh, Atlanta beat uh, the Jets 27-20. Kyle Pitts finally had a a good game for his rookie season. Cordell Patterson still going off, even though I hate it because I am a Mike Davis fantasy owner. Uh, But Atlanta... The Falcons uh, go to two and three on the year. Jets still one and four. Zach Wilson, I, I don't know what to think about him. He's kind of um, he has his moments, but uh, he just came out today said he's overthinking throws. Um, has to just rip it. Tell you what, if he's just ripping it, I, I think he's underrated. I, I don't think he's getting talked about enough. As like I, I'm not saying like he's going off, but he is a pretty competent. Um, uh, quarterback for the Jets. He's doing probably more than Sam Darnold did in his time, but he's also working with more, so it's kind of hard to judge on that one. Uh, later, uh, the Packers beat the Cincinnati Bengals 25-22. to This was an overtime game where the kickers just... They, they were trying to give the uh, game away. I'm pretty sure Bengals kicker missed three field goals. Uh, Mason Crosby missed three field goals. Luckily, Mason Crosby comes down in overtime, hits it from like 49 yards out, uh, wins the game. And the one thing I got from this game, Aaron, Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams' connection is insane, but I think Chase and Burrow are the future. It's deadly. Uh, you keep thinking that there's no way Jamar Chase can keep up this pace and stuff. He's doing it. He keeps scoring touchdown. He's fast as fuck. Uh, yeah. It's going to be something that happens for a long time. Uh, Green Bay goes to 4-1. and one, Bengals go to 3-2. and two. Uh, Next up on the list, we've got the Minnesota Vikings beating the Lions 19-17. to 17. Uh, This one looked like it. Lions were finally going to get a win. Um... Detroit goes down, scores a touchdown. Hey, fuck tying it. Let's go for two. Jared Goff hits, I can't even remember. I think his name was Raymond in the back of the end zone. They're up by one. Matt Campbell's fucking celebrating. <sighs> then Kirk Cousins just drives it down the field, gets a game-winning kick. Dan Campbell's 
crying at the end of the game. I, I feel for them because they have dealt with heartbreakers all season. Like, eventually he's going to get one, but yeah, it, it would be hard going 0-5, especially with like all the scenarios of like his his team's working hard. I think Dan Campbell's doing something right in that building because that roster should not be competitive at all. So you got to at least pay respects. Uh, Detroit falls to 0-5, and the Vikings go to 2-3. and Thinking there might be a comeback for the uh, Vikings. Go, they were one and three, now two and three. I still think this is a playoff team. Uh, get Dalvin Cook healthy, get a couple of those guys on defense healthy. This could be a pretty good team. Uh, I think they're playing Carolina next week, so they go to three and three. I'm gonna look like a genius. Uh, next up, we got Pittsburgh beating the Broncos, 27 to 19. Uh, Big Ben looked at least a little competent at quarterback he's been getting slammed by everyone all week about his uh, weak arm and stuff uh he made a couple deep passes to uh claypool that looked really good uh juju smith schuster hurt his shoulder i believe or his arm uh he's gonna be out for the season but denver's offense really struggled most of the game uh scored like 13 points in the fourth quarter but was not enough uh denver drops a three and two while pittsburgh gets to two and three I kind of hope that Pittsburgh uh, gets last in that division. Just, I got some Steelers fans around me. They they, they deserve it. Uh, Tampa Bay beat Miami Dolphins 45-17. to uh, Basically, all you got to know is Tom Brady's the GOAT. All right? He's throwing for 400 yards and five touchdowns. Uh, he's never done that in his career, so he's just setting new marks for himself. He's just trying to challenge himself, you know. It, it was easy, 45-17, to 17, not even a challenge. Let's just throw five touchdowns that we don't even need. Uh, but, yeah, but Miami needs Tua back, and Tua needs to be better than ever, like, that than he's ever been in uh, his uh, NFL career because this offense ain't good, all right? Will Fuller's on IR. Devontae Parker didn't play this game. Jalen Waddle's not getting any yards. Uh, Miles Gaskin finally had a good game, but... I don't know. For like, I think a lot of people were at least like decently high on the Dolphins to start the year. They're one and four, and their one wins against the Patriots, who almost lost to the Texans. So, you 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 tell me. You tell me. Uh, New Orleans beats Washington football team thirty three to twenty two. I still don't know what the Saints team is like. They beat the shit out of the Packers. Then they lose to Carolina. Um, then they beat Washington. And I think Washington's like a, at least a competent team. But, I mean, Winston owns that weak secondary that Washington has. It's unreal how underwhelming Washington's defense has been. Like, for most people, it's been, or they ranked it as a top three defense. So, uh, kind of sad to not see it live up. Um also, some news. Fitzpatrick, I think, might be coming off IR either this week or next week. Um, is Heineke the starter when Fitzpatrick comes back? I mean, he does more with his legs. He's getting Terry McLaurin involved. He uses, like, um, J.D. McKissick. Uh, Adam Humphreys had a, a decent game. He used Logan Thomas before he went to IR. Like, he, I think he's doing all right with the offense. I don't... I don't know if I would... Like, I'm a big Fitzmagic fan. But I think I would stay with Heineke. Like, 
it just makes more sense. It makes the offense a little bit more diverse. He's getting um, quite a bit of rushing numbers. and uh, Actually, he got me a little bit of money because I bet on the over on his uh, rushing yards. But, yeah, I don't know. Washington's 2-3, and three, though, so... With that record, maybe you are looking for a change at quarterback. Um, I don't know if Fitzpatrick is the answer, but I guess we will see. Uh, and then New Orleans is 3-2. and two. Um, I, I don't think they're that good. Um, but yeah, Saints is going to be like an interesting to watch. Because then once, Mike, or once Michael Thomas gets back, which should happen after their uh, Week 6 bye coming up... Uh, could be a completely different offense, you know. And uh, Taysom Hill will hopefully uh, be better from his concussion. He yeah, he got knocked bad. So um, with all those weapons back, who knows what this offense could look like. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, next up, we've got the uh, Philadelphia Eagles beating the Carolina Panthers 21-18. to uh, Eagles come back from 15-3 to in this game. Uh, Hurts ran for two touchdowns to uh, give him kind of that comeback. Carolina's offense really slowed down. Um, was it too good to be true? Were we like so inspired by Sam Darnold coming back and playing good football after he was thrown aside by the Jets? I don't know. I, I really don't. He, like obviously Christian McCaffrey didn't play this game, so that hurts the offense. But, like, DJ Moore wasn't that involved. I don't think Robbie Anderson had a very good game. Um, Tommy Tremble got a touchdown, but, yeah, hopefully Carolina. They play uh, Minnesota next week, so um, definitely a beatable defense. Uh, we'll see if this offense looks uh, kind of stagnant again. Uh, Eagles drop to, or go to 2-3. and three. Carolina drops to 3-2, and two, so... Carolina fans are kind of uh, worried right now if you had uh, playoff admirations. Um, next up, we've got the Tennessee Titans beating the Jacksonville Jaguars, 37-19. to uh, Tennessee gets it done, but yeah, it's, it's a convincing win. I mean, Derrick Henry had three rushing touchdowns, and I'm pretty sure they had a pick six. So um, all things that could happen in a game. I need to see A.J. Brown get going. I mean, I know Julio was hurt this game, but both of those guys need to get going. This passing offense needs to get going, or else they're not going to be the threat that everyone thought they were going to be. Like, you look at A.J. Brown, Derrick uh, Henry, Julio Jones, Ryan Tannehill, <coughs> you think monster offense. It, it hasn't been the case, and then this defense has just been horrible. Um but yeah, I'd like to see that passing game go a little bit more. They go to uh, three and two on the year. Jacksonville drops to zero and five. Uh, Jags still winless. Um, I don't know. I mean, Trevor Lawrence isn't playing terrible. He's not playing good. I'll tell you that. Um, at least James Robinson's um, making a name for himself again. Like. Oh, what is Urban Meyer doing? He, at the beginning of the year, he's trying to play Carlos Hyde over him. Um, there was a goal, or there was a uh, red zone possession where he tried to have Carlos Hyde be the one to punch it in, and totally blew it, you know. And with all the other news about Urban Meyer, you gotta wonder: is his time limited in uh, Jacksonville? I mean, we talked a little bit about the Raiders' job now open, but. Jacksonville would probably be even a better destination for a competent head coach. Maybe don't grab one from uh, 
the college level. I don't know. Just my thoughts. Uh, next up, we've got my New England Patriots beating the Houston Texans 25-22. to uh, New England avoids the upset. Um, I kind of gave up on that game while watching it. I was so mad. Uh, defense doesn't look as great as I thought it would be. I mean, you thought with Matthew Judon, who is having a great year and stuff, uh, Jalen Mills, Jonte Hightower coming back, uh, the McCourty. Um, yeah, you think that's a hell of a roster. I mean, obviously Gilmore uh, leaving definitely brings it down. J.C. Jackson, a uh, great cornerback, has not been good. They've been beating on flea flickers. Davis Mills is throwing for over 300 yards on us and three touchdowns. We didn't we didn't even pick them off. Like, it's Davis Mills. Let's go. Um, but, yeah, defense isn't looking great. Um, Mac Jones does lead back a comeback, so... <sighs> New England goes to two and three. Houston drops to one and four. Um, like I said, they got a big game from Davis Mills. Do you think once Tyrod Taylor comes back, that uh, that Tyrod Taylor gets the the starting job again? Because I mean, Davis Mills has not played terribly. Yes, he played bad against the Bills. Guess what? So did Patrick Mahomes. Alright, Davis Mills had looked good when he was first thrusted into that Thursday night game, I believe. And then he looked good against the Patriots, who is supposed to just terrorize rookie quarterbacks. So, I don't know. I think you kind of ride with him, especially with the uncertainty of uh, Deshaun Watson. This could be your uh, starting quarterback in the future. Like, he was a good prospect coming out, so... I don't know. I guess we'll see. Um... I'm going to skip that game for our guest. Uh, the L.A. Chargers beat the Cleveland Browns 47-42. to Jesus. I was watching Red Zone, and this was like the only game that was on. They weren't even switching to other games. This was the only game that was on. Uh, Herbert proves that he can make plays at any time. He's clutch. He can lead a comeback. He can hold the lead against um, the Chiefs team. Like, oh. I, I am proud to share the last name of him. Uh, no big deal or anything. I did wear his jersey this weekend, so maybe I'll start doing that every week, and he'll give me some good luck. Um, maybe that's why I won so many sporting um, sport bets. We'll see. Um, and then Cleveland had the running game going, but defense obviously giving up 47 points struggled. And then Mayfield, not healthy, he made some plays, especially to uh, David Njoku, but Odell, not non-existent. Uh, luckily, they get Jarvis Landry coming back either week six or week seven, so uh, we'll have to see how that turns out. Uh, Chargers go to four and one, and the Cleveland Browns go to three and two. Uh, next up on the list, we've got the Dallas Cowboys beating the New York Giants 44-20. to Dallas offense is looking just incredible, all right? Um... They're doing it by the ground. Zeke and Pollard both had really good games. Uh, Mari Cooper and C.D. Lamb both caught touchdowns. I think Dalton Schultz had a good game. And then the defense has a star with Trayvon Diggs. I think he has five picks and five um, games. He's got to be the defensive player of the year leader right now. Dallas just looks really good. And uh, I know a lot of people hate Dallas. Like, oh, America's team. Uh, it's actually really fun watching them. I'm kind of hoping that they have a really good season because I like Dak. I like CD. 
um, like like what this team's doing. So um, I'm saying let's keep it going. They uh, go to four and one. The one and four Giants, however, lost Saquon Barkley, Daniel Jones, Kenny Galladay. They had Shepard and Slayton already out, uh, and then uh, Kadarius Tony, I think. Uh, he popped off with a big game, like 10 catches for 159 yards and something. Then he punches a guy in his face. Um, I don't think he's going to get suspended, but he also got hurt. So, you know, it's just, it's just giant things. Um, giants, like, oh, Joe Judge, get us to the playoffs. No, it's just it's giant things. They're going to get hurt, or Jones is going to fumble it within the five-yard line, and... Uh, give the game away. You know, it's just giant things. Uh, San Francisco and Arizona. Arizona won 17-10. Arizona stays undefeated. Surprisingly, the offense looked pretty off. Uh, did not look great. Kyler Murray didn't have... Uh, I think he threw a touchdown pass to DeAndre Hopkins, which was uh, beautiful. But uh, James Conner steals a touchdown. Just wasn't a um, wasn't a very big uh, offensive game, and I bet the over on that one. So that one was one that I lost. Um, and then San Francisco. This was uh, Trey Lance's first start. He was very underwhelming. Uh, he looked good rushing the ball, I guess. Uh, his passes were completely off, though. He didn't have his number one option, uh, George Kittle. Well, I guess Debo's probably the number one option now, the way he's been going off. Uh but yeah, it, it was a rough outing for Lance. Uh, they go on by uh, this upcoming week, week six. So I'm thinking it might go back to Jimmy after the bye week. Um, probably give him the best chance to win now. But Lance, you can definitely see how talented he is as a dual threat. Just He needs to calm down and get those passing it, it, it was bad. Uh, San Francisco do, goes to uh, two and three, and then Arizona's five and zero. Oh. Uh, let's talk a little bit about Sunday night football. Carrie Underwood hit it. Um, yes, Buffalo uh, beat the Kansas City Chiefs thirty-eight to twenty. Buffalo has both offense and defense. They've got depth and they have star power. Like Brody touched on it a little bit. This team is insane. Like, Josh Allen is playing incredible. Singletary and Moss both getting, uh, or at least both providing a run game around, like, Josh Allen. I mean, obviously, he's the bigger threat. Um, Emmanuel Sanders is coming through on big plays. Stephon Diggs, we all know what he's about. Um, Yes. Uh, Cole Beasley hasn't even been uh, used all that much. And then Dawson Knox is just coming out of nowhere, and he's lighting up the league. Um, and then I said defense, depth, star power. That defense is just insane. And I saw a stat on Sunday Night Football, like all the like nine guys are rotating through the defensive line. It, it's crazy. I don't know how they built such a great, like just an incredible team and doesn't even seem like it was all that long ago where they sucked, but uh, good for them. They go to 4-1. and one. Kansas City, on the other hand, uh, we always thought, hey, no matter how bad the defense is, Mahomes will outscore your team. Um, I mean, should they be in panic mode right now? They're at 2-3. and three. Um, I mean, Mahomes only scored 20 points. Uh, granted, like, 
Edwards Hilaire left with an injury. Kelsey and uh, Hill both got a little banged up and stuff. But that defense, it, 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 it can't stop anyone. And no matter like how good Mahomes is, it's almost impossible to score every play so that your team can win. Or every uh, drive, score every drive so that your team can win. Like, I don't know. I, I, I don't know how to fix it, though, either. Like, do you fire Spagnolo that's been calling the defense for a couple years? Um, do you try and pick up, like, big free agents? I don't, I'm not sure if there's any left. Like, Josh Norman and Richard Sherman, they've all uh, been picked up. I mean, Chris Jones wasn't in this game either, but they got Frank Clark back. I, I don't know how Kansas City fixes it. Um, yeah, Kansas City has a uh, get-right game with uh, Washington, but if Washington defense steps up uh, this time and then Taylor Heineke just rips them through the air, it uh, I honestly wouldn't be surprised if the Chiefs lost to Washington football team. Like, it's that insane, and um, I think they're still a good team. I think they're going to make the playoff, but for right now, unless like this dramatically changes, I don't know if like they're my top three for AFC teams to uh, make the Super Bowl. I don't know. I've never been a Chiefs fan, but it's kind of hard to watch. Uh, Monday Night Football, the Baltimore Ravens beat the Indianapolis Colts 31-25. to uh, Baltimore comes back in the fourth quarter, forces overtime. Uh, Lamar gets the ball first, and he just drives it down the field, uh, gets a touchdown. I, okay, so Lamar Jackson set a lot of records. Like, first game ever where um, a 400-yard game had like an 85 percentage completion percentage uh which is insane um he he has more passing yards and like kyler and aaron and josh allen i think we need to start giving lamar jackson a little more credit to uh how well he's been passing and then kind of just how clutch he's been like that's it's two games in a row um I think two games in a row, uh, Chiefs and the Colts, where he's had to make big plays in tight moments, and he's done it. And uh, he's not just doing it with his legs. He He's hit Mark Andrews for uh, two touchdowns, and then he had um, two two-point conversions right after that to Mark Andrews. He threw two touchdowns to uh, Hollywood Brown. Like, it's exactly what we said in uh, the off-season episodes. If Lamar Jackson gets a passing game, this team will be a contender, and it, this is exactly what's happening. They are four and one. I'm gonna guess that week one was a fluke to uh, the Raiders, but yeah, it, it's insane. And um, if Lamar keeps doing this, and he should, because I think Rashad Bateman's coming off of uh, the pup list. Miles um, Boykin just got activated off IR. Like, he's going to get a couple more weapons back, so it won't just be Andrews and Hollywood Brown. But, I don't know. This dude, uh, he's he's becoming special right before our eyes. So, I think we need to give a little props to him. Uh, Indianapolis collapsed, but Carson Wentz and Jonathan Taylor looked good. All right? It was one of the first times this season that Carson Wentz looked good. Um, he put him in the position to win. Uh, Blankenship missed a field goal that um, 
would have like stopped it from going into overtime. They win the game. No, Blankenship missed. Um, Jonathan Taylor made quite a few plays, including like I think it was the first drive of the game where Jonathan Taylor took like a screen, seventy-six yards for a touchdown. Um, but yeah, they both look good. Um, if and if that continues, I know they're one and four. Um, it, it could honestly turn into a uh, pretty competent offense. I mean. Um, Michael Port or Michael Pittman is looking good. Almost said the basketball player's name. Michael Pittman Jr. is looking um, like he can be a number one wide receiver. Uh, Paris Campbell got involved a little bit. Uh, T.Y. Hilton is also projected to come back here pretty soon. So if that offense can keep going, then let's go. Uh, but defense needs to step up. Like it's embarrassing what they're doing. If they play the Houston Texans next week. If that's not a get-right game for them, then I really don't have any faith that uh, the Colts will do anything this year. Maybe, maybe a top pick will be good for them. Well, uh, they'd have to sit Carson Wentz seventy percent of uh, the play, or yeah, seventy percent of the offensive plays for that to happen for them to keep their number one pick. I think I said that right. Yeah. Anyway, um, but think about this, Colts fans. I had to tell this to Reha. He was feeling a little down uh, Monday night. They're 1-4, and four, but they haven't played the Texans or the Jaguars yet. So let's say they win um, all four of those matchups because they're division, you know. They're, I mean, they're a 5-4 five, five team. Yeah, 5-4 and four team. Not too shabby, huh? You're on the positives. All right. Um, here, let me get our uh, guest on the phone. And on the phone right now, we've got a fan favorite. Uh, used to be on the show a lot. We haven't been able to uh, have him on, but that's also because we haven't been doing a lot of episodes lately. Uh, Zach Brokaw, a.k.a. Twink. What's going on, Twink? How's it going? Glad to be back. I'm glad to have you back. Uh, first, before uh, we get into uh, all the football stuff, uh, anything new with you? Um, still, uh, still stink at sports betting. Um, the Bears are back, I guess, so that's good. Um, other than that, no, nothing new. You're an Iowa fan. Yeah, I'm an Iowa fan. That's pretty big. Number two. Oh. Uh, we, had, we had uh, Brody on earlier, so he already gave us all the bragging stuff. Yeah, he's, I'm, I'm sure he did a pretty good job at that. <laughs> yeah, and then how's your fantasy team's been doing? Um, Better than usual this year, actually. I've been hit with a lot of injuries, but I've kind of been overcoming those and still squeaking out some wins. Proud of you. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Well, um, we haven't had you on um, during this season. I did want to talk to you a little bit about the Bears. Haven't reviewed it yet. Uh, Bears win twenty to nine. Bears and Vegas both go to uh, three and two on the year. Now, how are you feeling as a Bears fan? Obviously, this was uh, Fields like I not obviously not like official or first official start, but this is the one where like the Bears could actually, like, make a game plan around them because that's their quarterback moving forward. How do you think it turned out? Um, you know, he didn't put up a lot of numbers. There weren't a lot of points scored in this game, but I thought he looked pretty good. 
threw the ball right, and then I like he's got that always the running threat as well, which helps a lot. Uh, yeah. yeah, I don't know. I thought overall played a pretty good game. I'm excited for him to be our starter moving forward. It's field time. Yeah, uh, I mean, I was pretty excited when they uh, st- uh, drafted them, but um, it, it's just weird. Like you said, yes, he is throwing the ball very well. Um, unfortunately for you fantasy owners, not to Allen Robinson, um, but Darnell Mooney's getting involved. Um, but when do you think Nagy's actually going to use his like running ability as like a game plan? Because like you saw with San Francisco, they did like a lot of QB um, designated runs, like designed runs. Um, do you think that's in like Fields' future? Are they like saving him, trying to like make sure he doesn't get hurt? Uh, what do you think Nagy's thought process is? Um, well, from what I understand, Nagy gave up play calling duties again to Bill Lazor. And uh, I think that he will, maybe not right away, but he will eventually start incorporating the fields running, you know, running the ball into the office. We don't really have, we never really had a quarterback like Fields, so, I mean, it might take some time to you know, get an offense built, kind of built up around it, but I think here eventually this season they'll start maybe running some, like, read options and QB draws and stuff like that, hopefully. That'd be a deadly combo with David Montgomery and uh, Justin Fields once Montgomery comes back. Uh, you said Bill Lazor. Uh, is that the guy from Globo, Jim? Uh, yeah, I think so. Oh, okay. Uh and then uh, going to the Raiders, uh, Raiders drop a second straight. Um, obviously, you've heard the uh, John Gruden news. Uh, is this the start of a drop for the Raiders? Like, do you expect them to be any good the rest of the season? Because, I mean, that, that's a lot to deal with as a organization. And I'm starting to think, like, yeah. their one win against the uh, Ravens to begin the season was kind of lucky. That's, yeah, I kind of thought at the beginning of the season, maybe – the Raiders were looking all right. Maybe Derek Carr was looking all right, but I just, I think these past few weeks, they've been kind of, uh, on the, I guess they they won when they played the first couple games. Yeah. Last couple, yeah. I don't know. I think with this whole group thing, I don't think that's going to help them at all. Uh, kind of a distraction, which, respect to Gruden, I guess, for stepping down and kind of, it's kind of a unselfish thing to do. Kind of not as much of distraction with him stepping down, but like I think it's still going to hurt hurt them in coming the rest of the season. Yeah, I think the I think the Raiders were fake fake good yeah. at the beginning of the season. If that makes sense. Oh, for sure. Um, yeah, I think Dalton said last week like Denver Broncos are the worst three and O team or three-and-one team in the league like they're fake good and I kind of proved it uh on Sunday um yeah I uh I had the Broncos on a parlay and then kind of pay attention to the game I'm like, I'm like I think these guys were just faking it <laughs> they might have been um I did ask before you came on the show to uh give a bold prediction about the uh Chicago Bears have you thought of it yet uh I can't really think of anything too crazy Besides Fields, rookie of the year, 
and they win the NFC North. <laughs> you, you didn't think that was crazy at all? Well, I mean, yeah, it's crazy, but, like, I was trying to think of something even, I don't I could think of anything even nuttier, but <laughs> uh, that's my bold, bold prediction. I mean... Both are possible, but Fields is definitely going to have to get going to uh, compete with Jamar Chase. Oh, yeah. He's having a crazy year. That guy's crazy good. Yeah. Um, thanks for uh, not trading him to me. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad. Stuck <laughs> with that. Yeah. Pissed about that. That's why I, I, hate, I hate trading in fantasy because it seems like every time I do it, they start doing good after I trade them, so I just I hate it. <laughs> Yeah, I tried to trade for Robert Woods uh, about two weeks ago, and then he went off. No one took the deal either, so bitter, bitter about that too. I've been having some people trying to get Cordell Patterson off me. Yeah, hold him. Can't seem to let him go. I I wouldn't. Um, yeah. Um, also, I asked you to uh, do a bold prediction for, like, the rest of the season. Like, what do you think, what crazy thing is going to happen this season? Um, Chiefs don't make the playoffs, and Chargers make the Super Bowl. Um, yeah, that would be... And, yeah, I, I, I lied about the Chargers thing, because, like, I don't think anyone's going to beat the Bills, but Chiefs not making the playoffs. It's possible. I just think they suck now. <laughs> Are you hoping that they stay sucking? Yes. Yeah, I, I feel I guess, like. Uh, yes and no. I'm not like a Chiefs hater, but just to shut all the fans up for once. Yeah, a lot of Chiefs fans have popped up. Yeah, and they, and they won't shut up either. <laughs> Um, they, let everyone, they let everyone know they're Chiefs fans. Uh, what's that bet you have with Dalton that if uh, Chargers make the Super Bowl before the Bears do? Man, I forgot about that bet. Thanks for bringing that up. Yeah, I remember uh, it. $100 bet. I found it in my notes. Oh, solid. So now you're rooting against the Chargers. Yeah, well, they won't make, they won't make the Super Bowl this year. The, uh, I just think Buffalo's too good. Too explosive. All right. Hard to beat that I got one more question before you, and then I'll let you go. I know it's late. Um, I have come, or like, one of my uh, hobbies is like collecting jerseys. All right. You've seen me in a yeah. couple of them. Yeah. I, w- I want to get a uh, jersey every year of a rookie and like hope that they do well in their career. Yesterday or last year I got Justin Herbert worked pretty well. All right. Just because you're Herbert though? Well, yeah, that that's too. I mean, couldn't pass that one up. No, yeah. Um, but if I was going to do it this year, I don't really want a Lawrence jersey. Zach Wilson? No. Do I go Fields? Do I go Pitts, or do I go Jamar Chase? I was gonna say that, or you go with your your uh, your team, Mac Jones. I do need to get another um, Patriots jersey. Gronk doesn't play for him anymore. Otherwise, if I were going by being really good, it would be either Pitts or Jamar. How about Jamar Chase? All right, I think I might get a Jamar Chase jersey. 
You might have just settled that for me. That, that, yeah. Power going by on, on what you're going by, I would, yeah, I'd probably get Jamar Chase jersey. All right. Well, um, Twink, thank you for uh, coming on. We'll have to have you on soon. Um, good luck to you and your Bears. Uh, do you have anything to say to the fans? Uh, no. I just thanks for thanks for listening. Like and subscribe. Uh, RT retweet. All that good stuff. Do do the do the catchphrase. Oh, I can't remember what it was. Are you kidding me? No, I'm not. It's been, it's been over. I bet it's been a long ass time since I've been on here. I think it's like, that's the skinny, that's the scoop, that's the way it oh, is. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the skinny, that's the scoop. That's the way it is. That's what it was. God, the only reason I have you on this show. All right. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a while, I'm rusty. All right, Twink, you have a good night. Thank you for coming on, um, and I'll talk Thank to you, you soon. Thanks. Goodbye. Goodbye. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that is the show. I hope you enjoyed. I think Twink kind of summed it up uh, pretty nicely. Um, Follow, subscribe, share with uh, friends and family. We'd like to uh, keep this growing. Um, Hopefully we can do this every week. Um, Obviously, uh, I am doing my best since I am all alone. Um, It's been a while. I guess I've never done it actually like talking to myself, but it's definitely been a while since no one's been in uh the studio with me so i hope you guys enjoyed it remember you can follow us on instagram twitter um email is uh always available um the scoop and score at gmail.com um if you have any questions um and then also a little reminder our fantasy league is still going on and mckenna zanders one beat twink i should have brought that one up but she's still leading. I don't know what's happening. I luckily uh, got a win out of Jonathan Taylor this week, but <sighs> my wide receivers are trash. Got Jeff, Justin Jefferson. Cole Beasley didn't do anything for me. I put Jamison Crowder in there. That's how desperate I am. Um, but this week, I think I'm going to put in Henry Ruggs. Hope for a big play. Maybe get some A.J. Green in there. He's getting at least some targets, but I don't know. Pray for my team. Pray for everyone. Love everyone. All right. Later.